What's good, y'all? Welcome to the episode of Thoughts Pending Podcast. It's your host, Shaw Solo. This week, I got a very, very legitimate special guest with me. Uh, def- yeah, actually, part of my bloodline. So go ahead and ask yourself. Hey, it's your girl, Big Draco, one third of the Best Gang Podcast, straight from Atlanta. Woo woo. So, uh, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, Big Draco? Ooh, we'll be here all night. That's fine. <laughs> So let me see. Let me give you the edited version. Let me see. That's fine. Let me highlight the, the good stuff. So I am a um, eligible bachelorette. Let me put that in the atmosphere. Okay. <laughs> so I might find somebody on the podcast who knows. You know, love comes in all different forms and fashions. That's a um, fact. But yeah, like I said, I am um, one third of a dope ass podcast here based in Atlanta. Um, I'm just a dope ass individual, like super crafty, super trendy, into my own shit, got my own shit. I just need somebody who's gonna be solid to back me. And that's about it, you know. Yeah, because I just I remember that you also do like got your side hustles on top of like your Listen, uh, profession. So the side hustles are crazy right now. For sure. Oh man, <laughs> trust me, I know. I got some things. I hit you too off the podcast, but uh, listen, the 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 side hustles are now supporting my newly revamped sneaker habit. You know, we go way back, way back for the sneakers. Oh yeah, and I got out the game, and I just thought to get back in the game, and I don't know why the hell I even had that thought to do that to myself, but here I am, hustling uh, for sneakers. Oh snap! Well, I got some websites I can send to you too. Yes, oh, yeah. you know I'd be freaking out on Saturdays. I I recently camped. You know I haven't camped in. Ooh, I can't. Even, my daughter's nine. I probably haven't camped in five years for sneakers, but I Damn. did last Saturday to no avail. But nonetheless, you know. Wow. You got to nah, jump back out there some kind of way. No, nah, you do. I mean, it's a habit, man. Because like I was talking with my homeboys the other day. Because like now that I'm kind of like in a better financial space, like I can get back into sneakers again too. And it's like. Man, the way this stuff goes with these bots on the internet and all this Man, shit. Man, that like, stuff is crazy. Yeah, then even before that, like, it's some sneaker boutiques. Uh, matter of fact, it's one down there in Atlanta called Amonair. They got one in D.C. too. Man, it's so hard to win them raffles. Like, yeah, it's stupid. Oh, boy, it's exhausting. But, I mean, it's all good. It keeps us young. For the love of the game. <laughs> exactly. So, speaking of for the love in the game, I was going to ask for the penny thought of the week. Do you think... uh? Well, actually, nah, fuck it. I'm going to answer anyway. Uh, do you think that family feuds are necessary for growth? Absolutely not. I think they're more really? damaging. Whoa, how so? I'm interested to hear this. Okay, so from my perspective, I feel like people go too damn far when you hmm. get into it. And and I am the oldest of three, and I have two brothers. And I've just thought back to our rivalries Um we're close, but not close in, as we probably could be. And I think because when we're together, we are so toxic. And it's like, I'm starting to think they're adopted. Um, <laughs> I'm really, or maybe I am. Because I even know. my mom can be toxic sometimes. So I'm really thinking, you know, she's kin to them and maybe I'm not kin to all of them. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> like you're not but, kin to me too. <laughs> but you know, I am certainly can to you um, yeah. but I think it opens up old wounds I think people um don't process things I think we listen to respond we don't necessarily listen listen so you're you're listening to the person but you're already building your comeback or how you're going to retaliate so and that's why I say it goes too far and so now you open up a wound that may have possibly been healing, but now it's, it's wide open now because we don't said some shit that we can't come back from. And now we we got the silent treatment going on. So hmm. I think at least for African-American families, uh, my my Caucasian families, I, I think they do a good deal at talking in some aspects, but we go too damn far. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I think on the flip side to that, I think sometimes... It's necessary to an extent. Now, when you get to the point where y'all starting to throw hands and all of that, of course, like, no, nah, I don't support any of that at all. But, I mean, I guess, like... Okay, so fam- since you said that, I guess I can... And you can relate because your mom yeah. is in heaven. And my mm-hmm. grandmother is in heaven. So, with that being said, I have never celebrated a decent Mother's Day 
you know, since I've been old enough to provide for my mom and do things of that nature because my mom is always sad. Yeah. And she says that I can't relate because she's here on this earth, so I don't know what that feels like, which is true. Hmm. But I don't think it's fair for me to watch her wallow in her sorrow mm-hmm. and be sad and like I'm going out my way to make you feel special or do things for you. So in turn, now being a mom, I have never celebrated Mother's Day. But I kind of lashed out at her on yeah. Saturday before Mother's Day and just told her like she's ruined my experience as a mother, which again went too far. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wrong words. And then sometimes I think when we respond and we're angry, we say things that we kind of mean to say, but it can be said in a different way so that it is processed properly. Um, but needless to say, she took it and the next morning, which was Mother's Day, I came downstairs and she was cooking, in which she never does. Like she's always crying, just don't want to be bothered, shut in her room, things of that nature. Um, so to see her put forth the effort after I lashed out or had a tried to have a conversation about it. It kind of made me feel better. And it made me check myself to say, we can't have conversations about things that bother us. It's just a way that you do it. Yeah. Nah, I understand that. Because you know what? Now you bring that up too. Like, I remember like one of the last conversations I had with my mother was uh, basically because like my parents, of course, everybody had toxicity in their relationships, whatever the case may be. But my parents always gave me like the room to speak my peace with certain situations and from try to get them to understand where I'm coming from and stuff. So I remember one of the last, like, conversations me and my mom had was, like, uh, how come every time I see you or something like that, where I ask you a question, you get, like, an attitude, you want to argue, and this and that. And then I told her, I was like, well, mom, like, I was raised in a household where you and dad just argue all the time. So it's like, how can you expect me to to, uh, act any different when that's when I was raised around? And then she thought about it, and she said, I apologize. You know, I understand where you're coming from. But basically, she was just telling me, like, you know, as far as the whole parenting thing goes, of course, I can't speak on it, but parents try to do the best that they can, and they hope that their kids try to, you know, make the right decisions, quote-unquote, whatever that could mean for that parent. So I, I understood where she was coming from with that. And even with my dad, too, because I don't get into too much detail, but me and my dad, we've had some disagreements, some very rough disagreements, especially when I got out of college. But, you know, uh, I remember one time we had got to an argument before when I was still living with him. And then, like, he came to my room and was like, yo, man, I want to apologize to you. I know you're, you know, you're an adult now. Like, I can't talk to you that kind of way and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, I get it. I said, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's rough out here. Because at that time, I couldn't find a job for anything. So he'd come home sometimes after he'd work or whatever, or his wife come home. And then they just started, like, how many jobs you apply for today? Why are you playing video games? Yeah, like, that stuff nigga. is so aggy. It's because it's like you were once in my shoes too. So why aren't you understanding? And I try to be conscious of that as a parent now, mm-hmm. um, which is why I only have one kid because I don't understand how to fuck people parent more than one kid. <laughs> my hats are off to them. I listen. If that means I'm going to be single for the rest of my life because I just don't want to have any more kids, then so fucking be it. Jeez. I cannot do it. <laughs> um, but being a parent, you have to be flexible and you also have to understand that people are their own people. You know, things that I did at your age or by this time in my life, I was accomplished or, you know, I had success. That doesn't mean your kid is going to do the same thing. I think mm-hmm. you have to allow people enough breathing room to become who they are without putting our judgment on them. Yeah, I agree with that, too. You know, and then at the same time, you kind of got to let stuff run its course with kids like for me look, like looking back at it now it's on the stuff i used to complain about and my parents like now nah, understand why they felt that way yeah me doing this or saying sure. that or sometimes i used to come home from work just pissed the fuck off it has nothing to do with you but just because those two dishes in the sink i'm gonna spaz out now because i already had a fucked up day so like yeah. i see why they did it now it doesn't make it right but i understand like i think that's really all once, once you get that uh understanding with your parents and your kid or whomever or with your family members to say then you can kind of uh, figure out how to, like, fix it from there. Because even with the rest of our family, our other cousins, you know, like, boy, Ooh. some of them motherfuckers, <laughs> like... Who I raised say, anybody? Dog, it's so... It's it's so many, like, I don't know where to start with that. Maybe it was a generation, like, with your mom and my dad, like, some of them, man. We got some outliers, of course. Like, my dad's a big-time outlier, but, dog, <laughs> some of them motherfuckers, I'd be like... And even something in our age bracket, I'm like, Man, yo, like, what happened? <laughs> and it doesn't make no sense because it's like you have not. I mean, granted, we all were raised from different, you know, social economical standpoints. Right. For the most part, we're middle class. Like, regardless, we're not no poor, no, uh, dirt poor. Yeah, you know? You know and like saying? a lot of times, people put themselves in situations just doing dumb shit. 
Yes, that's the thing that pisses me off about it. And so like... my whole take is, and this has always been my driving force behind me chasing a bag or just being who I am, mm-hmm. is because I wanted to be better than what I was raised around. So yeah. she's like, why do the same shit that you saw them do that warranted nothing that you wanted? And then be okay with it at the end of the day. Like, oh, well, fuck it. It is what it is. This is what my mama did. No! Yeah, exactly. Are you insane? It's like watching a crackhead do drugs and you think you're going to beat it. What? <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows a successful crackhead? Why would you try this? Like, it Man. all ends the same way. You exactly. have to do something different. You yeah. have to be different. Nah, that's the thing, young. But I, I think, you know what? Though? I think a lot of people are afraid of growth. Or they're afraid of being uncomfortable. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people like to stay in their comfort zone. You know, it's just like, at what point are you going to decide to try to make a change for yourself? Because some of our relatives, they got kids, multiple kids. Jeez. And it's just like, young. And then their kids have kids. And it's yeah. like, you're still doing the same shit you were <laughs> doing when you were like a, a teenager, son. So it's like, yeah. when are you going to wake up? When's the wake-up call going to come for you? And then the last thing I'm going to say on this subject is with regards to family, because I'm not going to dog our family like that. But one of our cousins found out I had a cash app because I lied and said I don't have one. Young, when she found that shit, I used to get fucking requests <laughs> like bi-weekly. I'd be like, cuz. Let me tell you something. Fuck? I don't what? even know how to fucking work the request thing. You Don't send me a request because I don't know how to answer it. No. I'm tech savvy, but when it comes to requesting anything from my cash app, my ass gets crazy. What? <laughs> How do you do this? What button am I supposed to press? Oh, no, I do that. I ignore that shit now, young. Because some of the cash app requests, I'm like, Slim, you just got a hundred and something dollars. You part it. You got it, Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm done, son. So yeah, I. I we all it. have them, though. I think everyone from our story, from our perspective, I think everyone can relate. I think yeah. we have a general black family story unfortunately of course i mean you know it it is what it is the thing about it is we, we try to work ways to try to uh, i guess improve the story you know the best that we can because we're only two people we're not superheroes you know like that's no, but i, I think we're doing that. a good job at leading the way you know yeah we have some younger um, family members that are coming up that have better opportunities so i think we're setting a good path Oh yeah, for sure. I see that with my uh like my brother's uh oldest son going to like thirteen. Like he's really, really, really intelligent. Not saying that my brother isn't, but right. my nephew makes better deci- makes good decisions. So, you know, even with the, the baby esque ones too, because they're pretty much like they're less than five years old. So yeah. but I see the the uh I see like I guess I, I even see it with my daughter. Little... Like my daughter knows how to swim and I don't. I just like applaud really? her on that today. Yeah. But I oh, wow. her to go to swim lessons because of my fear. I'm like, why keep passing that along and along? Let's just fix it. Because if right. you go to a class, somebody can teach you that. So, boom, I invested in that. So, now she knows how to swim. And so, now I'm not so leery when she goes. Like, right now, she's at a slumber party and they're going swimming. I don't live with the fear, like, oh, my gosh, she may drown or, you know, whatever the yeah. case may be. I'm okay. But I had to break that cycle because my mom doesn't know how to swim. So, it's just like, I don't know wow. how to swim. She don't, don't know how to swim. Now my daughter. Now I have a daughter. No, let's just nip this in the bud. Now sis will know how to swim, and she does, and she's like a mermaid. <laughs> wow! Doesn't don't your brothers know how to swim though? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm confused. I'm like, Wait okay, so all the summers we, went down there because I'm not really kin to them. What part are you missing? Oh my god! Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though. It makes sense. But I'm glad, like you know, you taught your daughter how to do it at a very young age. Cause my dad taught me when I was like seven. So. Listen, like, they taught me then. fear. They pushed me in, and I ain't never want to do it no more. You know what? That was a near-death experience. Don't want to go there no more. Uh, Which nah, sucks I because I travel a lot, and it always involves water. And so at some point, my black ass got to learn how to swim. That I'm going to put it on the bucket list. Yeah. That's that. I'm going to put it on the list. Man, before you hit the right... We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, before I turn 30. I, there we go. Yeah, before you turn 30. <laughs> We're going to teach y'all swimming because, you know, my dad was in the Navy, so that's how I learned. Because he told me how to, like, if, like a worst-case scenario, like, he told me how to jump off a bridge in the water if I have to. So, yeah, we're we going to get you there. Okay, thank you. <laughs> For sure. So, switch gears a little bit. Uh, how long do you continue to love something that doesn't love you back? And I'll tell you where this question stems from before we get into the whole detail. So, you know, 50 Cent has a new book out. Okay. And I'm actually currently reading it. Anyways, I'll add it to my reading list. My oh, for sure. Amazon list of books is crazy right now. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm trying to do it like 
a day at a time with this shit, man. But long story short, the question stems because him and his oldest son, I forgot his son's name, Marquise or something like that. Marquise. Yeah, something. Along those lines. But he's basically talking about how him and his son, his first son doesn't have the best relationship. And it's because of, I guess, the relationship that he had with his mother. And of course, mm. I can't speak on the baby mom and baby father situation because I'm not in that predicament. But I've seen it from other instances. And it's like, I guess the mom might have put a lot of stuff in the head to make him feel the way towards his father and vice versa. So, you know, that's why our question was like, how long do you continue to love something before it doesn't, uh, something that doesn't love you back? Okay, so little disclaimer here. I am a fixer. Okay. Um, so I love and I love extremely hard. And I'm almost drawn to people who need to be fixed. If you have your shit together, I'm like, mm, you cool, but I'm looking for somebody I can fix. And I think because I get a thrill from it, unfortunately, because it causes more damage to me than it's worth. Yeah. Um, so it's actually one of my biggest issues. Um because I feel like love makes people whole in a sense. So if I love you enough or I show you enough love, you'll come to or you'll kind of like you manifest something into something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't for me personally, I don't have a time limit on how long you love somebody. I think I just look for a return on it, you know, to see something come out of you. Um, granted, because I've given you my love. So I think that's one of my issues, too, with dating. Um, I think hmm. a lot of times that's why we stay in relationships longer than we're supposed to because back out. Um, right. So I don't know. I don't I don't think you can put a time on it if you genuinely love something. I think you see until the very hmm. end. Now, of course, you will get fed up and you will be like, you know what? I can't do this shit no more. This is causing me more damage than, you know, it's worth. But I think it takes a while for you to get there. And if it does, that means you didn't really love that person. Yeah, nah, I, I, I see that. Because with me, like, I, I'm a fixer to a degree. But, like, when it comes to dating or whatever the case may be. Like, you don't but strike me as... As far as relationships? Man, listen, I tried to help out a couple you, women that I've dealt like with. And after a while, family, I was like... You know. Man, nah... To a degree. I, I, I mean, I too, I'm trying to get out of that mindset. We're one in the same. I am the female version of <laughs> Pretty you, much. So it is what it is. There you go. You said it because I was thinking it. But yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to grow out of that mindset, though, because I feel like at the end of the day, that shit's mm. just a waste of my time. Mm. It's like, okay, we hang out for this one thing that we're doing, whether it be sex, right. whether it be, I guess, working together on some shit. And then it's just like, all right, this is fizzling but out. But the fizzling like, happens our, so our, uh, fast these days. Like, I saw something like a, a post that said, uh, it's a special kind of hell to be a hopeless romantic in a hookup culture. That is my fucking life. <laughs> it spoke volumes yeah. to me because it's like the way people, and it's male and female, and it used to be more male dominant how, you know, you could be in a situationship and people just up and leave. Like, how you can be attached from something is scary these days. Like, oh, I thought we it were, is. you know, headed somewhere. I thought we were making something. And you're like, Mm-mm, why did you think that? Where did you get that idea from? And it's like, what the fuck? We're sending, time, <laughs> we're sending nice messages and we're going on dates. What the fuck do you mean? What is this? And so you really have to be Man. clear with people and their intentions, like literally within the first 24 hours, because anything after that, you're subject to be looking crazy. Yeah, it's almost like a fly by night situation. But and then after a while, like it got to the point for me where it's like, Slim, I can't even invest any feelings towards this person. It's even gotten to that point with some yeah. friendships now. So it's like, you cool as shit. You seem like a great person, but I don't know exactly who the fuck you are. Like, I remember I was doing this one chick for like a good solid six to seven months. So after a while, like, because at this time I was still going to see a therapist. That's or whatever. right, black man. And she was saying, like, I. Yeah, so she was like, okay, since y'all been talking for so long, I can understand why you want to understand, like, I can see why I want to try to get an understanding of, like, where y'all are at. So I kind of, like, told the girl how I was feeling, and then she kind of put me on some, like, you don't really like me for me. You like me because of who I am or some bullshit. No, I'm like, I, just had that I don't understand how that... Me. Like, the guy was more so, like, why do you like me? And so when I kind of went down oh. the whole... And it was probably a generic list, and he kind of said that shit in a sense. Um... You know, I was like, but why does it matter? I can't really put it into words. I like you for you. I don't know. You know, I just right. like you. 
why do I have to have a reason? Why does why do I have to narrow it down? Like, what are you looking for? What answer are you looking for? And exactly. they don't even fucking know because that's what you say will be good enough. So I don't understand why did you even ask? That's the why thing that drives me crazy ask? with that shit. Why bother? Like, you I, don't know. You because, <laughs> that's the thing that drives me crazy though too, though, because then it's like so now you're trying to like a person that doesn't even oh have an idea who God. they are as a person. So then once you get to that point, you're in the black hole because it's like. It's like which is switch. crazy because man, once I started to highlight little things or we had little situations that I had to kind of talk him off the ledge about and I would be like you know yeah. you look at the right now I'm more so I look into the future I see you have potential and I see these things in you and, and he was more so like but how do you see that because I do I don't know why <laughs> people yeah. are here and that, 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 that has been my thing the entire 2020 people are really? weird. Well, we're only five months in, and so see, a lot can change. So, backstory: I have been, I have dated mm-hmm. my entire twenties. I was in a relationship, so I would, you know, date somebody two, three years, maybe have a five month gap in between meeting somebody and then getting in a new relationship. So, here now, I have been single for a while, and I have not talked to anyone. I can't even say I've talked to someone as long as a month. It was at first it was only Damn, you know, hours. <laughs> Damn, I can relate though. See, it's shit the same is with me. People like, are weird. It, it, it is. Then like it's exhausting oh too, man. Because it was like you try to put your best effort into the situation, but some people, I think, I think the thing is you gotta get an understanding of who you're dealing with. And also, you got to deal with somebody that, that has uh, emotional intelligence. Because a lot of motherfuckers clearly don't have But here's the kicker all. to like, that. You can find someone what? who is intelligent, but they are not as fun. I think retarded people are great. Hmm. You know, people... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. When they're not now, when you say that, how... You know, there's a, like, spiciness to them. I don't... I can't I can't put it into words, but there is something unique about talking to people who are not on the same level as you. Now, it can get annoying hmm. because you don't understand yeah. my life path or you don't understand that I have 15 meetings in a day and I can't really put it into words. It's just it comes with the territory for what I do for work. Um, so you know, there's that we're not compatible, but in some in some instances we are. But oh my god. I just don't know. <laughs> I thought it was because I lived in Atlanta. Yeah. I swear to God. I just really thought nah. I lived in the worst place to be dating in the new millennium. Yeah, y'all got it's six to one down there, ain't it? First of all, I, there I, I, I is I a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of competition here, you know. Oh, nah. What was understood need to be said. Trust me. I get it. But <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I'll just leave that there. Well, I, I feel like Atlanta that... try to date in Atlanta, probably not gonna happen. I mean, you know, it's like, I guess, man, I think it's a national thing, honestly. It's probably a worldwide I don't thing. Think you know, so. I think places like South Carolina, you really don't think, I think so. People are meeting their mates at like Piggly Wiggly and getting married and just, you know, settling down. People don't fucking settle down here. People level up yeah, and right. level up and, you know, they're not settling down at all. Down is not a thing here. Man, I don't know, young. Because you know what's funny? In my area, the DC metropolitan area, all motherfuckers do is run to uh, Atlanta for a quote-unquote new beginning. And I'm like, you do this shit just to do the when same you thing here, you did when you, when you were there, back right. up here. So that, yeah. that makes no sense. It doesn't matter where you move. Yeah, it don't matter where you move. You got to change something within Listen, yourself. Listen, I almost right? got broke up with when I was in a um, relationship about some DC niggas that I never even met. I just, we were going, we were coming to Broccoli Fest <laughs> and I was like, oh, I want right. to those DC niggas be like, not thinking, one, two, drinking on a podcast. Draco is a whole different entity in itself. So I didn't expect the person to yep. take me serious and they did. Yeah. Oh wow! And I still Damn. to this day have not met the DC niggas that I was trying to see what was popping. I mean, you never know when the streets open back up. You know, <laughs> let me know. I got some. I got a spot cool. for you for sure. I said huh? cool. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I believe when I see it. Cause I've been hearing this story for about a good twenty <laughs> years now. But you know, I've been to DC, but I was in and out. Like I came on some sorority stuff, so you know, I'll come back just for you. Ah. <sighs> I believe when I see it, cuz. So, <laughs> um, another question I had, this kind of 
in the same room we were just talking about. Have you had? Have you experienced uh, this term called pistrotrophobia? I think it's pronounced. Oh, yeah, but again, so oh, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just so I'm just a free spirit. I guess that's just what you would call me. I am definitely a free spirit. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't hold past experiences um, against people. And I am a firm believer hmm. in I'll give you enough rope, you'll hang yourself. So in regards to trust, yeah. you come in the door with it. I don't I don't make people build it. I don't make you know, I just don't have time for all of that. I see people for what they are. Once you show me who you are, then I then it's up to me to see it. And a lot of times I think we put on blinders when we like people. Uh, we don't see their bullshit, though it's very prevalent and it's right in your face. Um and I think yeah. we just ignore it or whatnot. Yeah, oh my God, do that to you though. The worst thing ever. <laughs> it is because it's like because it's like sometimes you think like okay maybe they see it for themselves maybe they'll just start to work on it like backtracking to the situation I'm talking about the one chick I told her like yo young like you need to start communicating more if you don't understand where I'm coming from and shit like that because a lot of women mm-hmm. try to say that I'm hard to read. I'm like, well, if you don't understand something, just ask me and we can talk about it. Right, but if you're not going to yeah, do that right. shit, exactly. fuck it. Now, I what I don't no like more. is people holding like, my I... nonchalantness against me. And it's nothing personal. It's just, it's my way of processing who people are. I'm just not open to just giving, inviting you into my world. Let's say that. So I just keep it neutral, you know what I'm saying? Until I feel like you're worth doing all that with or opening up. Because I feel like as soon as you open up, niggas act crazy. Now we now we gonna see <laughs> women too. What are you insane? Like <laughs> off the podcast, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna screenshot the message a nigga sent me, and I'm like, excuse me, wait, what? Man, dog, niggas moving like this in the world. Oh, I got to get out of here <laughs> because people like <laughs> that's the fuck nothing issue. Like people don't know how to let go of that hurt, and you have to because I feel like yeah, any past relationship, whether it be you know friends or relationship i think you've learned some something from it i think you you know it unlocks a new level of you so you know going into your next situation what you're not going to go for what you're not into you learn something about yourself as a person you learn something about you know in regards to relationships what you're looking for and i think you know over time you kind of have a, a general idea of what you're looking for based on these experiences yeah Nah, I get that. And I guess sometimes too, like, I guess you gotta see the situation for, uh, at face value or see it for what it is. Because it's like, let's say you have this archetype of a person that you want to deal with and then you meet that quote-unquote archetype and it's like, that motherfucker's boring as shit. Or, like, or it'd be all... (laughs) Like, it's like, like, it's perfect on paper but then it's like, Yo, fuck the paper, man. Like, it don't matter so no listen, more. You're just not, not where it's at. My, not where my I, loneliness. Listen, sis is probably too busy to date for real. But I have given these dating sites yeah. a chance. Because, you know, I have insomnia and then I can't mm-hmm. go to sleep. So I do dumb shit like get on Bumble late at night. Um, So I've talked to a few people <laughs> from Bumble. And it's like, like you said, profile, great. Okay, here's everything I'm looking for. Boop, 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 boop. But then when you start talking to them, you're like, there's no substance. What am I? Oh, my God. Where is your personality? Yeah. Your life experience? Who did this to you? La- Who do I blame? <laughs> your ex, your mom? Who? What? What am I doing? But that's the thing. The muff- that uh, thing with them uh, data apps and shit, cause I got all them things back in, like, 2016 for, uh, I mean, outside of obvious reason, like, it just got boring and redundant. Like, a lot of motherfuckers get in there and lie and put this front, so they seem like they're, like, the quote-unquote catch. But I'm like, well, if you're the catch, then you got dropped for a fucking reason. That's the case. Like, come on now. You're just you're right. selling bullshit, young. So, nah. I just, I, I'd rather go for the old-fashioned way at this point. Whenever the streets open back up, oh my I'll figure God. it out. See, that's so risky because I feel like the streets are never going to open again. <laughs> I think we'll get into that later, but they will. <laughs> so, speaking of streets, this is a perfect segue. I know, to, I'm so good at this, museum. right? So, yeah, you are. You're great. <laughs> See, if I, was in, if I was down there, if you were up Absolutely. here, we'd probably be doing this podcast together. So... But um, this trap museum, I want to get your perspective on it because up here 
and my other friends from Nationwide, whatever, they want, were like were so pressed to go to like the grand opening and shit. But I wanted to get your perspective on it because oh I have God. a perspective, so even though I haven't what? been we have yet. Something in common. Neither have I. No. You haven't been? What the fuck? Yes, oh, no. I'm from Wait Atlanta. And Are you I've serious? Wow. Damn, I was about to ask you to describe it for my listeners, Sorry. but I guess I have to find out another way through Google. <laughs> it's cool. Ain't no big deal. Okay, That's so wild, though. Disclaimer, why so, what's your perspective on it, um, Let's see. Okay. So, of course, we have um, people that come to Atlanta for that reason. So, the line is extremely long um, on any given day. Um, mm. So, that is one of the reasons why I probably haven't been, but um, I've seen enough pictures online. I've lived the Trap Museum in real life. Like, I'm from Atlanta. Like, I'm from the dirty, dirty That's part of Atlanta. <laughs> not the outskirts, not Gwinnett. No, I, like, I went to the same high school that T.I., Killer Mike, and Lil Jon went to. So, the same shit that he has in that museum, I've seen it in real life. <laughs> so, we've talked about Damn. So, you probably um, see some classics. If you guys go it. back and listen to our podcast, um, we went to Trap Karaoke. I don't know if it has been to D.C. before. Um, we went to Trap Karaoke yeah. one Saturday, and... The particular um, trap karaoke that we went to, he Ti was the host. So when um, after the show oh, one wow. night, they were passing out the flyers announcing that it was going to be open, and at the time they hadn't unveiled what it was, you know, that you were going to actually be able to go in and do X, Y, and Z. Um, so we were cur- curious, and we did say that we were going to go. But again, once you set out to go, the line is always down the street. So we just have never gotten Damn. around to it. And of course, you know, now COVID-19 is here and we ain't going no fucking weird. <laughs> oh, but I think man. it was a great nah, that's wild, but I get from it, um, a rapper's perspective. I think it was something dope that T.I. came up with, though he may not have had the idea, the team that he had in place that was able to um, see it through and make it come to fruition. I think that was good. Um, from the visuals that I have seen, I think, you know, great. Maybe I'll get around to it, but my hesitancy with that is, you know how people, see, Black people don't do upkeep. Like, if you go to a museum, like I'll say the High Museum, to see an exhibit, it is well taken mm-hmm. care of, it's polished, they're, you know, they're doing the necessary means to keep it going. We have not replenished anything. Right. We're not dusting. Um, people don't took so many pictures on it. It's butt stains on stuff. We just don't do right. We just don't do right. Damn. Nah, I get that. Because, like, uh, the museums up in here, like, in D.C. area, like, they're pretty pristine, especially the African-American joint. Like, yeah, maybe so come I up there, we're definitely going to go. List of For sure. There's one here, too, that I was actually going to go to. Um, and... <laughs> Sometimes I just like to be a tourist um, in Atlanta because we have some dope things here. Um, and I was actually going to go to it. I yeah. went to the World of Coke and then my intentions were to go to the other museum the following weekend. But of course, now we are fake quarantining. Yeah. <laughs> so with, you never, like, you only been to that Coke? No, I've, uh, been, a, I've been a couple of times, but of every museum? so often they update it and they add uh, something um, new to it. So... Yeah. Uh, hmm. Interesting. So my my perspective for the trap museum for me, I I like the idea of it, but I feel like for some reason, like it's not really all that you know, big you to highlight to me because I feel like you're 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 one of those people. What do you mean? You are I'm not one of those one people. Of those what are you talking people. about? I love Atlanta. Nah, it's not because of the museum. It's just because of what it's sick. Well, I can't speak. I guess I haven't been inside, but what it's like signifying, like. You really want to talk about the other side of trapping and all that shit to kind of destroy the community. Like, well, I, think, I don't know. Well, that doesn't okay, really so make too much I sense to me. It highlights the the idea of trap and, you know, how it came to form. But it also yeah. highlights a lot of the rappers that careers have spiked because of it. So then you kind of get the history of it. So I think it was a good twist to it. I see what you're saying. Um, I think people, when they post pictures, they always post pictures of the scene where it's like the old, uh, the bando. So I think that's more so people's yep. perspective is that, you know, that's the driving force. Like, I want to go take a picture there. But there are different elements to it there as well. Yeah. 
No, I get it. I gotta get down there to really give. So like, maybe I I'll just wait till you come. Now so I'm looking at. It looks entertaining. The equivalent to me coming to DC. So you know, whenever you feel like you want to come to Atlanta, you know. I mean, I'll I'll be down there because I think the last time I went down there was oh like shit, 2013. I was like 12. So, <laughs> no, my fault. 2016. It was sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> no, nah, I came in 2016 too for a little bit actually, but nah, I'm gonna make that. I'll make that move for sure. But um oh another question I got this isn't even on like the docket but like when since when did Atlanta start getting infested with street gangs because from what I remember it's always been about well, you, it's down overpopulated there. so you have different cultures migrating here so oh, um, and I think true. people suffer from lack of identity here so and and which is what gangs typically provide they give you somebody or a group of people to relate to. So I think it's easier to yeah. get amongst a group of people and, you know, be somebody than it is to stand alone and figure out who you are as a person. So I think we've had Damn. Um, nah, that's real. little things here. So like they used to have this thing called 10 little niggas. Um, they don't have blue jean bandits. They don't have all kind of stuff, but it has never been on the level of like bloods and crips. But now and I think hip hop has something to do with that, too. Um, you have a lot of rappers that talk I about agree. gang banging in their music. So now, in turn, you are my favorite rapper. You bang, I bang, boom, boom, boom. And not in the sense that they really understand yeah. it. Because my dad's from Cali. And I remember being younger and my dad. I didn't know that. Going to Cali, my dad would be like, you know, when you go in certain parts, you dress accordingly. And me being young, just thinking like, that, it's not that serious. And in California, that shit is real serious. So... Absolutely. Oh, I know. So, I learned know, the hard way. My dad, and thank God that my dad is my dad is from Compton, so he really knows. And I uh, low key think my dad was probably in the game too. That's why he's so passionate about it. But he just didn't reveal that part to me. Um, but he kind of gave me right. insight on um, street activity, gangs, and if if a guy is really in one, you know what I'm saying. So you know, he was always on me about stuff like that, yeah. about talking to like street thugs and things of that nature but he would always tell me about you know things to look out for because you can get caught in the crossfire just by who you're associated with and not even know hell yeah oh that's a fact that's the fucked up part about it I, well you I, I was about to say a, you know we got to family but... you know I have let me see let me make sure my brothers are in the same one I think they are this week but you know I digress what <laughs> <laughs> yeah nah you know you wild but nah yeah like I like you said I guess it just comes from a lack of identity and people just the influx of people that just move into them areas just influence people so I get it cause it's the same thing like at least in DC metropolitan area we're not they're not too big on street games more so in hoods cause when I got into like when I went to LA for the first time I got into a chick with a, with a woman because I, I said cuz to her. Right. For us out here, it's like a term of endearment. But she was on some like nigga from though, South Central like, and blah, blah, blah. Luckily, like, my LA experience yeah, when they, I went, what, I went last year or a year before last, it was pretty cool. I didn't run into no street thugs or anything like that, but, you know. Yeah. Second time I went was cool. First time, it was interesting. But, I mean, everything got resolved. I got understanding. The girl got understanding. Cause I definitely let her know. I'm like, listen, if you want to do that stupid shit, you yeah, can never Yeah, and I to think people Coast, just have me. to... So. Well, it's like that here, too. Some people you just cannot take out of the hood. Like, you're not flexible. Like, they just think one-sided. So, <laughs> they wouldn't make it anywhere outside of their street. Yeah, exactly. They're just so short-sighted with shit. So, I mean... I get both sides of the spectrum, but at the end of the day, it's all about trying to have... Absolutely. At least to me, have an identity for yourself. So... Yeah. So, to get into a little bit of current events with the whole COVID shit, I saw that I had jokes for the for your uh, <laughs> governor, but now I have jokes for my own because now Merlin is opening up too. But apparently, y'all opening back up. Uh, to, well, this is gonna be on Monday when it comes out, but Friday. Well, uh, everything's going back cool. to normal. Apparently, niggas got creative. So, <laughs> really? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they got creative? Like niggas yes, basically so still going to I bars. I got into it with some people on Instagram That's crazy. because okay, so Uh-oh. I don't need your your listeners to attack me. I'm one of those flat earth thinkers. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh God, in my heart. So I am to COVID nineteen is some bullshit to me. <laughs> Just point blank here. Okay, so boom. Okay, the initial oh. lockdown happened here. It was supposed to be like for fourteen days. 
Um, and mm-hmm. at that point, we didn't know that it would continue on. This is just them telling us you guys are going to be quarantined for 14 days. All the bars and things of that nature are going to be closed. Life as we know it is over. Okay, cool. A friend of mine, I don't even know how she found out, was at a bar. So let's just say we were seven days into the 14-day quarantine period. Um, I go on Instagram. I see she's mm-hmm. at a bar. I slide in her DM. I'm like, sis, where you at? And so she tells me, and she's like, come up, pull up. I'm like, okay, cool. Get dressed. I go to the bar. My DMs are going crazy. Are you insane? You can get you can get Corona <laughs> X Y Z. And I just really had to sum it up. Me going to the bar and you going to Walmart is the same fucking thing. And in fact, the Hennessy will probably kill Corona faster than that oh, bullshit ass grocery you went to go get. So miss me with all this shit. Like I was cussing people out left and right. I I had to cuss my best friends out because they were like texting me like please leave you shouldn't be there i'm like fuck that i'm getting drunk i don't know when next time we coming outside i'm living my life you know just on some craziness but more so because i'm like this is just some bullshit like i'm at all costs i'm going to live my life i don't care who likes it or what's your take on it it, i'm going to do what i want to do so the bars did eventually close down it was probably more so um, from a stance of they were going to get a fine because you could go places and people will tell you that, like, we can't be open because we'll get a fine, X, Y, Z. Um, people did try to host day parties mm. because we had a curfew. So the curfew would start probably about six. So people were still hosting day parties um, up until that point. And then they would be close. Like, the city would be bare at night because I even went out after that um, kind of later in the night to see what was going on. But like I said, people got creative. People start having kickbacks. I've seen stripper parties and like people are like DM me for the location. Like just, just tell me. I don't want to DM you. I just want to know where I'm going. Um so you know oh my God. places um did close, but for the most part, it just seemed like people took it serious the first 14 days and then after that, because I don't think people can realistically stay home that long. People don't like their families that much, and people don't yeah. know each other that much to be at home. Or people felt trapped. So you know, this is this has not been a great thing. If you are with nah. somebody that you don't like, this has not been easy. Nah, not at all. I get it. Like I, like I was talking about this one on my other episodes. My homegirl from Philly, like. I was saying, like, at the end of the day, I'm still going to go outside and go, like, to a park. Yeah, but people were making a big sunlight, deal about that because you know, here they I... have Stone Mountain. So, um, I want to say initially Stone Mountain oh, wasn't open, but then when they start to say, like, national parks could be open, it opened up. So, then that became, like, a hot spot. People were, like, hiking the mountains. Uh, people were going bike riding. Um, we have the Beltline here that is popular amongst our Caucasian um, counterparts. Um, that never closed. And people, like, Atlanta is like a melting pot so you have it's something for everybody here um so those people were still on the belt line riding bikes exercising walking reading books chilling in hammocks so that's why I said it never closed because depending on where you were people were still living life as such you know Trader Joe's didn't close um Whole Foods that kind of stuff like people are literally hanging out there so what what clothes? What did we miss? Yeah. Like, I redesigned my entire house in a sense because nothing closed. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally revamped my house <laughs> during quarantine. Damn. I did because I didn't See, you got to some go production out of it. Had, I had to go to work and, and be face to face with some people, and that may have been something different, but because I am doing everything virtually, you know, you can do that shit on your phone and, and be in Ross and be in Hobby Lobby easily. Trust me. I got really good. <laughs> yeah, you're killing me. Hold on. Let me step away real quick. <laughs> good. So, no. Um, I'm excited about it opening up. Um, I guess. Well, my store is open back up, so I'm really excited about that. But who knows? Now I'm sick of the people that are saying, like, oh, the second wave is coming in. It's going to be worse than the first. And uh, the death toll is climbing. You know, people who watch the news really annoy me, including my mom. So if you watch the news, do not DM me. Do not. <laughs> I don't even want to be your friend at this point. I just can't take it. No, because you'll believe anything. People tell you anything yeah. on the damn news well, every I mean, day. You just going to believe it? 
That's stupid. That's true. Nah, that's one way to think of it. You got to have your own independent thinking as well. But I guess some people just want to take precautions because some motherfuckers are dying within six days of catching the shit. I think if you were so. going to die, you I can't be too to mad at them. Six days, 66 days. It is what it is. That's just, <laughs> that's just my God honest opinion because... People always say you don't know the time nor the hour nor the day when you'll come. So, I mean, who's to say that COVID is the reason why you were going? And now, because they are only saying people are dying from corona, who's to say you didn't have something else? You could have had an XTD that finally expired and now you're going to die. But now they're going to put corona (laughs) on your death certificate. That is just stupid to me. So, no. No. People are not dying from anything but corona. Not a car accident. Not cancer. None of it, but if you trickle back two months from here or before now, people were dying from all kind of shit. But now you just get to die from Corona. No, I'm not going for it. <laughs> nah, I understand your perspective on that. I mean, for me, like I granted, I you got a man precautions, certain precautions or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got one. I have to. Well, down I don't know about down in Georgia, but in Maryland. Nigga, I get locked Mm-mm. the fuck up up here for that not having that shit. I can catch oh, a five hundred dollar fine. Like, nah. you know, you make a nation. Foot Locker. You don't need a mask. You go to Jimmy Jazz. You need a mask. It just depends, you know. Whatever floats your boat. It's just no, it's not real strict. Nah, I'm... shit. Yeah, I'm right so by nation's capital, so different. I can't but fuck it's around real so much. Down here, I don't think. And I already get. A, uh, <laughs> I know they're probably excited about the strip clubs opening, and I'm wondering if you need a mask to go in there. Oh my god, we about to go to Onyx. Yeah, Onyx, you know, but, that's um, my spot. Blue I like Blue Flame because I like Racky Bitches, but you know, I heard it... they do. See, I heard they got see, some good listen, wings in there. I gotta check that out. Now the guy who cooks in um, Blue Flame, he has restaurants different places now, so he doesn't even necessarily have to go there to get the food because oh. he has out, he has places outside of it now. So nonetheless, I'll still see? take you for your restaurant. The more you know, so don't worry. Sure, as long as I don't get shot at, man, we're good. We'll make sure we get on our good Nikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know what? I had a flashback. Like I think it might have been like 2005, maybe 2006. I came down there for 4th of July. And I think that's when I learned the difference between gunshots and fireworks. Yes. (laughs) It took me a while because like every time I hear a pop, I start running. And then your brother be like, slow down, saw today. (laughs) Right. Then one time when we was like chilling and shit, he's like, "Them gunshots, I'm like, all right." I just look for their expression. If they look worried, then okay, let me get up and move. (laughs) Nah, exactly. Especially with those two knuckleheads. So, but um, also um, speaking of current events and shit, apparently the Democrats are trying to get another stimulus check. We spoke about this when we talked about getting back into the shoe game. I am sick of these stimulus shoppers. You cannot go to the store and get shit because people are using these stimulus checks to fund whatever addiction they had. They want to buy shit they ain't never bought before. They're not paying no bills. So I'm not excited about this stimulus stuff because it just... No! People are not paying bills. It's not like people are counting on their stimulus checks so they can keep a roof on their head. Like the day the, the stimulus checks initially hit here, unbeknownst to me, I'm in Walmart. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, I just started going to Walmart every day for groceries. I don't know why. Like, it's nobody even in my house for groceries. But the day that I went, and I'm like, why are people so dressed up? Like, what's going on? Why is it so crowded? You know, did they say something on the news? Because whenever they say, like, oh, t- tomorrow is going to be the worst that it has been in since it came out, then people flock to the stores and they're buying stuff, whatever, whatever. So this is what I'm thinking. But then I was like, these people are sharp. Like, they're really dressed mm-hmm. up. They're buying TVs. That's when I knew the money had dropped. Okay, cool. So in that oh. sense, it's like, people are not hard up for money because they want to pay their bills because people are legit making arrangements and thinking once we come out of all of this, then they'll then they'll focus on that. Right now, let's spend the money. Like, why the fuck are Air Force One sold out? Why? Why are Nike socks sold out? Like, stupid <laughs> shit. Because people are using their stimulus money to do stupid shit. So, fuck the stimulus shoppers. I, I, I want to check, but I don't want everybody to get it. I mean, you need stimulus shoppers to fund, fund your yeah, business, but though, don't you? See? It's got to be both sides of the spectrum because you can't play one side of the fence, man. Like, the line for Krispy Kreme is wrapped around two times. Like, 
This shit that I would do on a normal day is not being able to be done because of the stimulus. Like, they're really making me mad. Like, shit, like, there are wait times on curbside pickup. And it has not been until that stimulus money dropped. So these people are using these funds very loosely. Now, me on the other end, I am paying my bills. And and granted, Mm -hmm. praise God, my income did not stop because I worked for the state. And I still had to work. But right. I'm not out here just like, fuck it, let's buy a yacht because I got my stimulus. And that's the mentality these people have. <laughs> like, I'm gonna buy a Lambo. Bitch, where are you going? Before or after the stimulus? Like, either way, what are we doing? Hey, man, I, I mean, more drive I guess out tags for the during the pandemic than I did during income tax time. Like no lie, and I probably shouldn't even be on the road driving. So somebody, this is what I observe as I'm driving. There are a lot of dropout tags out here. Oh yeah, speaking of that, I just remember this too. Then Atlanta just let like mm. twenty thousand people get their license that turned sixteen. Y'all gonna be even Listen, more? Fun. They can't drive down here anyway, so I mean, didn't... you probably wouldn't notice. You know, people drive very crazy here, like. That's why car insurance is so high here because people just, the accident right here is bananas. Hmm. So now it's all. No, I believe that shit. So maybe the insurance companies probably Absolutely. wrote a check to somebody and like, yo, you know what? Let these little niggas go because we're about to fuck the them up with these about premiums. And you got to think about it. They gave money back too um, in, in the, with the idea that people aren't driving. So I've probably received two returns on my insurance premiums because of corona or COVID-19. Yeah. Lucky you. Yeah, Geico ain't send me shit. They're talking about oh, we'll no, get they the end of your policy. Money. Like, no, as soon as they said they was going to give it back, I just started planning for it before they even told me what they were going to give. I had spent it. I'm that type of person. You say you're going to give me some, I'm going to just spend it anyway. Okay. So oh. It'll get here at some point. <laughs> Yo, no, my you are wild, but no, I get that though. Reckless, mm-hmm. reckless, and I'm like, listen, really? If I have saved this much money staying at home, that I can just blow it on Amazon, Target, um, what else I've been shopping on? StockX, um, the sneakers app. You know, my money just blowed at this point. <laughs> I'm just giving, I'm just giving y'all a few of the things. But you like the... maybe even a, a few OnlyFans. Oh you my. know what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You know what? Please, I'm out of my business. But if if I oh my goodness, you are wild. Shit, fuck it, I'm staying at home for the rest of the school year. It's it's over with. Nah, I feel that. Well, y'all school year. No, I got anyway, a few more it? days, and then I'm teaching summer mistaken. school, so the shit probably won't end. But you know, that's you know, you chasing a bag, so you just keep working and you keep working and you keep working. Nah, I understand that, young. So one of my last things I want to wrap up before we got off of here, which I thought was pretty interesting. So Future went on uh, Twitter and was talking about Happy Mother's Day to like his plethora of baby mothers. And I just thought that was just interesting because it's like of all places to do it at. Because I granted he's a public figure, so I get it. But I think at this point he's just trolling the and, internet and just what? because. And the niggas I'm just complain so I much about it. What? I stand for Future really? and all his bullshit. Don't, don't make <laughs> me a difference. Okay, I thought it was very classic. I thought it was very classy. <laughs> I was here for it. Now, I do think if he didn't say anything, that would have been a problem. The fact that he did say something, that's a problem too. So he's more so one of those oh. people, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Um, people are not going to give him credit for shit he do good. They're going to give him credit for all the bad shit he does. And that's just the, the issue with it. But my whole thing is yeah. Um. It takes two to tango. So, and granted, he has a lot yeah, of baby mothers. I'm glad you're on that bitches boat. Bitches do before. Like, if you were number one or two, okay, that's something different. But if you like number five and six, you mm-hmm. knew what was up. So, you kind of go into the situation. Yeah. I know for me, if I was given the opportunity, I would go into the situation two ways. Either I'm already on birth control and well protected, and I have my OBGYN on speed down. Or I am prepared to buy a plan B once I leave that young man's presence because I already know he likes to have raw sex and we're not going to have it unless it's that way. So, I mean, you go when you go into a situation knowing 
what it is, then you just you prepare accordingly. So nobody can be mad at him. You got to be mad at the people who went forward. You know, abortion yeah. is a real thing. Plan B is a real thing. Birth control is a real thing. Since you got to protect yourself. <laughs> it ain't a nigga on this earth that's going to trick me no more. I got tricked one time. It will never happen again. It ain't a nigga breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear to God, future <laughs> included. No, really. Listen, I ain't oh seen one goodness. kid and done. And I promise to God, I think this is the mark on my life in which I why I'm probably going to remain single because I am not willing to bend on that. Mm-hmm. I do not listen. I don't trust the soul enough to say we're gonna have a kid. Mm-mm. You may have good <laughs> intentions for my life. That is great. I applaud you, but no. No. So those young ladies (laughs) who are now a part of Future's rotation as a baby mother, my hats are off to them, but they had a choice in this. You always have a choice. Now, people have to realize that and you have to make your choice accordingly. And people, they did not. They thought they were going to get something different. They thought it was going to pan out in a different way and it did not. And now you're sitting there, you know, now you're not crying in a Nissan at least, you know. That's the the silver lining in it. That's how I look at it, you know. (laughs) There are people crying in these Oh, wow. At least crying. In similar future situations without future, you know, without future money. So there are bitches who That's are living true. this same kind of life with somebody who's not even of that same caliber. So I applaud the young man, you know. He took time That's out of true. his busy day to acknowledge them, whether he knew their names or not. <laughs> he did, you know, hey, happy Mother's Day, damn it. More than some of us even got, you know. I started feeling like if I see my. Daughter's dad celebrating Father's Day. I'm calling the cops. Cause bitch, how dare you? What the fuck? <laughs> but no, no, no. I kid. I kid. Oh I kid. my god. You know, Draco nah, loves the kids. Draco loves the niggas too. So, oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> I am here talking Young. to twenty. That is it. I... Yeah. That, that's you for twenty twenty. All talk to. I'm gonna be more level headed. I'm gonna be. I'm going to be a different person. I've already claimed it. 2020, if you meet me in 2020, <laughs> count your days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what, though? I, that was my whole plan, too, though. To my because podcast, for me, this is like I talked about going, going outside. To- I talked about how niggas ain't shit, how I'm not shit. I'm all about it. You know? It is what it is. Yeah. Not, not very multifaceted. Yes. You and your co-host. Shout out to your sure. chat, because that's what you're talking like, about. <laughs> We have one wholesome group member. She's never <laughs> with the shit, but she low-key be with the shit. But me and Chat, if y'all go listen to our podcast, we're on Apple too. Um, you'll hear me and Chat are always with the shit most of the time. I think Chat way more than both of us, but yeah. Me and Chat had big plans and then COVID-19 yeah. snatched that shit from under our skin. <laughs> Well, now you can no, remix the plans for 2021. I'm about to be on some classy shit. So, like, so we were supposed to go to Paris this year for our birthday. Um, so now we're oh, yeah, fighting with our because sis is still trying to make us go. No, we're not going. Like, the, the, the hotel emailed us and said we'll have to stay in our hotel for 14 days. Now, granted, we were going to be in Paris almost a month, but that's like, bro, who wants to be in a hotel room for 14 days? we're not going but we have now agreed to go um, next summer so we will be going to Paris so the flex will be real for 2021 so that's why I can't be on my ratchet shit I'm about to I'm going to be you know reborn now if they open the streets up it's up in this you know it's a new decade I'm going to say I'm not sparing a soul because soul ain't never spared me <laughs> oh man, nah, I'm trying to I'm gonna try to I'm show not. some more growth for the next year. But this year, I Hennessy, so like, oh my god. If you meet I me mean, and I'm on my wine shit, I'd be like mm-hmm. sophisticated. I'd be talking politics, I'd be talking real shit. But then if you meet me and I'm on Hennessy and then I'm trying to get some nineteen forty two for my birthday, then it's over with. Like I'd be telling you fuck your mama, all kind of stuff. So no, it just depends on which version of me you meet. I hope you meet me on wine and not Hennessy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cause that that is Draco. If oh, you meet man. Draco, you might not like Paris. But we're all good people, you know, all seven of us in one. Yeah, I know. seven. I only know You're about my two. cousin. You're only supposed to know about one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Hey, man, life happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, as we get ready to watch episode down, is there anything else you Listen, want to wrap about before we get COVID-19. Out y'all go outside. Y'all live your life. <laughs> and listen to my motherfucking podcast, In This Game We Trust. For sure. For sure. Yes, post the but I am in the bio. I feel like a celebrity. I feel so honored to be on the show. You guys keep talking your shit. I don't want to hear anything about my accent. You motherfuckers yeah. know I'm from down south. I'm from Atlanta to be exact. So don't come and come in with that shit. <laughs> Just know you're in for a good time. Period. And the city nah, girls are still. For sure. They, okay. You got the fifth. Oh wow. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna leave that for another podcast when we talk. <laughs> Oh, man. So, anyways, for me, uh, y'all already know you can find me at Shadow Solo on Twitter, Shadow Solo on Instagram, Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram, Thoughts Pending with no G on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, wash your hands thoroughly, even yeah, though some people don't believe in the wrong I'm going to say it's take precautions. Match. That don't match for me. I, I just can't get into that. Mm-mm. Listen, man, do what you got to do. I'm promoting people. do what you got to do to stay healthy out here. You, yeah, you should have been washing hands prior to this shit, but a certain demographic of people that we don't need to name don't. Yeah, <laughs> you should twice a day, twice a day minimum. But oh my goodness, I'm gonna rap to you later, yo. So this is all our time. Till the next time, we Love are you too. Bye. out.